0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's me, your host, Erica Joe, and this is Confessions of a Hot Mess. We're back. It's a new year, a new season. Are you guys excited? I really haven't been there for y'all. I'm sorry. Again, I am a bad ex. I am. But... We're going to try this whole new thing. New year, new me. And if you could see me right now, you would see a giant band-aid over my lip. Because my brand new cat decided, as I was about to record this, to attack my face. And got it directly in like, I don't know what you call it, that like little dip. I know there's a name for it. I've seen it on many, many trivia Games, but I just can't remember what it is. But it's it's that little dip in your lip, right smack dab in the middle. So now I'm wearing a freaking band aid on my face. He's a terror. If anybody needs a cat, just call me up. I'm gonna give him away. Just kidding. But, anyways, we're here. We're back. How was everyone's year? How does everyone's year start? Because I can promise you, my new year did not start with me crying. And I think that's a positive, you know. When Erica doesn't start out crying in the new year, that's a good thing. Because so far, my new year has been going so great. I went out with a friend to our, you know, local bar that we always go to. And we just hung out. Saw some old coworkers, Saw... The regulars that go there. I got a little crazy. Which I don't even do anymore. So it felt good to let loose a little bit. And yeah. I had the day off the next day. That was great. And then ever since then. Been riding straight through. I've made a promise to myself. Like I make a vision board every year. I feel like I mentioned this. For the new year last year. But I always make a vision board. I always recommend everyone else making a vision board. Whether you do it on your phone. Your computer. I do it on a poster board. I haven't made the full poster board yet. But I at least wrote down the intentions and the visions. So it still counts. I'll eventually make the pretty poster board. I'm just being busy. But basically what you'd want to do is. You want to have different categories. You want to write what you want to accomplish in those categories and usually maybe write like a little description of what you mean because the universe is funny that way because last year I asked, I wanted to move and <laughs> look, I end up getting homeless. So maybe I should have specified that I wanted my own new place and I didn't do that, Um. I put like a picture of like a couple, like I wanted love and ho, did we ever just get ourselves into a bunch of crazy weird situations with that? So we didn't do that this year. We wrote everything out with the description of how we want it. And yeah, I've already had stuff on my vision board already accomplished, which is crazy. You're now looking at the new manager of my job. So, everybody do do a celebration. And I've been super happy. Super, super happy, actually. Like, I haven't had any crazy thoughts of, like, I just don't want to live anymore. Everybody hates me. I'm lonely. Like, none of that. It's been really good. I've just been focusing on myself. I stopped with all the situationships, which doesn't help you guys, but I promise I'm still I'm still here. We're still gonna tell stories. We're still gonna have fun. But I couldn't focus on this podcast because I was in such a deep depression when making this and it was really hard. Cause none of y'all wanted to cry like hear me cry every single podcast. I mean it was called I mean, it is called Confessions of a Hot Mess. So you were expecting to hear the crying. But I know you came here to hear the stories. You didn't want to hear just me crying about the same boy the entire podcast. So I'm feeling feeling really good. I'm not feeling really sad right now. So hopefully I can bring you the content that you love and you deserve with this new year, new me. Now, do New Year's resolutions really work? No. Let's be real. How many times have y'all made, I'm going to lose weight? I'm going to start eating healthy. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to run a marathon. No, none of that works. That's why it's better to just make a vision board. You're writing down your intentions and you see it every day. You've got to hang it up somewhere where you'll see it. That's why if you're not someone that's more of a poster board kind of gal like me, make it on your phone. Make it the background, or at least the state like the screensaver part. So that when you turn your phone on, you see it. Or on your computer, make it the background. You gotta see it every day to believe it. And like I said on mine this year so far, that I wanted to move up in my job. So then I can eventually start going and making a new business for myself. And that's like a really big goal that I want. I want to really pay off a lot of my debt so I can start owning my own business. And I've already moved up in my job. So see, who knows? By the end of the year, I might have a new business. But you just never know. You have to put the intentions out there. Obviously, I went, I did the career one. So it was paying off like debt, trying to get my own business. Then I have a fun one like hobby, style, stuff like that. Like things more that I want to get into. I do dance now. So maybe try pole, uh, you know, switch up my style a bit. Tra- I did a travel one so places that I'd like to travel this year or try to get to then you have uh, I did like fitness and mental health together because those are two things that are both like your they're both health reasons like your mental health and your body health so I just added those together but you could have those two separate categories and Mine was just to help me get back into therapy and, you know, work out more, just boring stuff like that. And the loved one, what I did was I put down anything that I was looking for in a partner or what I want to attract to myself that is a partner instead of telling people now like every time a guy asks you what are you looking for, what are you searching for we're not doing that anymore because when you tell a guy what you are looking for they will pretend to act that way to keep you strung along so we're not going to do that, we're just going to let the universe naturally bring that person to me and yeah that's the vision board that's what's up, that's what's good and other than that, my year has been really great. I'm underneath a blanket. So if you hear any scratching, that's because like I said in the last podcast, that we have a new fur baby. His name is Smokey and he is a menace to society. My body is just completely scratched up. I just want him to go away I love him but I don't like the stage of kitten, and I need it to go away in my life because he just got my lip and that's the final straw because the next thing would be my eyelid and I don't want my eyelid I've already had it scratched by a cat before we're not going to do that again because fun story I used to have a cat well I shared a cat even though it was never technically mine, I was never the owner. So my cousin technically owned the cat, but my cousin lived with me. So then that means I owned half the cat. His name was Jibba. He was out of his gosh darn mind. He's kind of like Smokey. He was gray with little white paws, white features. And I think I think I can come out with a blanket. Okay, I think we're safe right now. So his name was Jibba. He was crazy, crazy, crazy. I tried to give him a bath. Now, granted, I was like 10 years old when we had this cat. I thought I was doing a good deed. I wasn't. He was not about the bath. And he immediately attacked me, got my eyelid. I was like holding it because I didn't want my mother to know. Because if she knew, she would have freaked out so I opened my eyelid and all I see is red so that I had to run to my mom and be like oh my god I'm blind I'm blind it was just the blood rushing into my eyeball so I wasn't you know I wasn't blind but it freaking hurt so then after that it was like whatever I never paid attention anytime Jib ever scratched me because he was just evil like that So I had got scratched in the leg. Um, I don't know if it... Like, if you have a cat, then you know, like, what a scratch is. Or, like, when they grab a hold of you. And they just, like, leave a little dot from their claw. Just a little dot. Like, you see the little blood coming out. It's not like a full scratch down the leg. That's what's on my lip right now. It was just a little dot. Because he just, boop, just grabbed right a hold of my lip. And it was, like, triggered. Like, I was literally having... A flashback to the moment of my eyelid. Because he put his paw on my eye. But his other paw got my lip. And I freaking... I didn't have this issue with Simba. Um, Maybe I was home more. It was easier. I don't know. I quickly was able to kind of train Simba to... Be playful without actually hurting you. So, like, I could literally put my hand on his head and shake him around and he would, like, do the thing with the back paws where they attack your leg and attack your arm but never use clots. Like, he never dug deep into me. He would bite me all the time. He would chew on me but never hard. And this cat has no boundaries. When you tell him no, he will go harder. He will latch onto you harder like a little pit bull. He doesn't let go. I try to swing him off of me. Nothing. I've tried blowing on his face. I've tried loudly screaming no. I've tried tapping of the nose. I even tried water even though everyone's like, that's abuse. Don't put water on your cat. Well, I don't know what to do anymore. So if anybody has advice on how to make this little demon stop attaching onto me, I would greatly appreciate it and i've watched everyone else he just doesn't do that so i don't know like what he sees in me i don't know if he sees me as like uh like one of his little brothers and sisters he loves me the most he hates me the most but he has to sleep with me at night he wants food from me. He gives me the little purrs. He wants me to play with him. He's just so mean to me compared to everybody else. And why I bring up all this scratching with Jibba is because he did the same thing. He did the little latch on my leg and I let it go because I let the eyelid go. No big deal, whatever. And I think probably a month went by. Like I, it may not even have been that long. But as a little kid, time just doesn't feel like it does as an adult. So it could have been easily a week. To me, it felt like a month. Take it as you will. But I did have a giant hole. Like like a bump on my leg. Oh, look. Little Smokey bringing me a pair of socks. That's what he does. He likes to carry socks. So I had this bump. And it, it was little, I want to say smaller than a dime. Maybe like the, like, well, everybody's fingers are a little different. So it's like a pinky, but like smaller than a dime. And it probably came out about a half an inch off my leg. And I just didn't think anything of it because I'm a kid. I was just like, oh, whatever. And one day it started hurting. And my leg started hurting. And I was supposed to go on a haunted hayride with my cousin that owned the cat. We got to go back under the blanket. He sees me. Um, My cousin who owned the cat, a cousin that's visiting, my mom... Like a bunch of other people, whatever. And I had to put my leg up. Like I had to elevate it because it just hurt so bad. And my mom just kept going, I'm going to check on it. I'm going to keep checking on it. And then eventually, all you see are like red lines going up my leg. And she's like, I'm taking you to the hospital. And I don't even know how long I waited in the ER. Because back then, sometimes you would wait and... Two or three hours. Like nowadays it's like eight hours. It feels like you're there forever. But I feel like I didn't even wait that long. Which is probably because. We discovered that I had. Cat scratch fever. And not like. The song. I actually had. Full fledged cat scratch fever. uh, From where. He had got me. It got infected. It just started growing and growing the infection, and eventually, where it was hurting and the red lines was because I had blood poisoning from it being so infected. They told me if I had waited two more hours, I would have lost my lower right leg, so that's fun. I could have been a uh, one legged that might have been a different podcast, but It's like a PSA, watch cat scratches, watch dog scratches. They can, you know, obviously they don't have dog scratch fever, but dogs, claws, and mouse just carry as much bacteria as well. So you got to watch. It's fun and games until you're in the hospital and they're cutting out a giant infection. You're like, no surgery, no pain medication. My mom held me down. I remember, like, I never saw them cutting it out of my leg. Um, I saw my mom's back. She's afraid of needles, so I have a feeling she probably told them to not give me anything for the pain because she didn't want to see the needle go inside of me because she's afraid of needles, so I probably just had to sit with the pain because of her, but... It just laid there on the little bed in the room, and they put, like, that iodine, the brown stuff on it, and they just cut it out, and it hurt so bad. Um, I couldn't really tell you how the pain was now, but I know as a child that it hurt really bad. That's probably why I have such a high pain tolerance, because... You know, everything, like, I've had a broken foot, I've had an infection, I've had teeth pulled while I'm still awake with barely any pain medication. At this point, I probably could lose a limb and I would just be like, that's fine. Because my pain tolerance is like, I can just take it, just punch me in the face. Please don't punch me in the face. But I'll probably take it. Maybe shed one tear. I may shed a tear. That's natural, but hey, whatever I can still take it (laughs) So yeah, that Is what I fear The most of happening again With little smoky bear Over here, because he is God awful Like he's really cute But man, he's just He's just a little pain in my butt (laughs) Obviously, with the new year comes a new rebranding. So I don't know if you've guys noticed my Instagram, which if you don't follow, it's Confessions of a Hot Mess, just like the podcast. Um, I deleted a lot of stuff on there because hopefully with this new year... We're going to get back into it. Like I said, there's a few episodes, which I had mentioned before. So throughout the summer, I did try to get some episodes in when I was going through a lot of my depression. And it was just really, really hard to focus on this podcast and try to make a quality podcast. Because this is a, it's a learning curve. Like, no one tells you really how to put on a podcast. And I watch a lot of them. Some of them are just like mine, where we just talk about whatever. Some have guests. Some have just a topic. Like, I could go listen about fitness. I could go listen about just my astrology. I could go listen to some juice heads talk about how they hate women. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their niche. But I wanted to make this a fun podcast talking about you know whatever we talk about we're open to be free to not really hide anything like I'm crazy for a reason that's kind of the point and along the way the podcasts were getting very lost I didn't know how to talk about a topic because everything in my life was just sad and it just ended up me being crying and I don't want that I want to have a good quality podcast again. And I wish that some of the topics that I had talked about before were done much differently. So if you see episodes removed, it's because that, like, I want to reset. I want to try again. I'm trying to get much better at talking to you guys, not saying like, um, and... I don't know, not that I can't say like and um, because this is a personal podcast, we're here to listen to me talk about my personal life, but I want it to be in a more enjoyable, understandable way, where I'm not just going off and ranting about whatever, even though we'll have those days, like this one, where there's no theme, we're not really talking about anything, but There are just some stuff that I would really like to re-examine. I don't... Or when I was making those podcasts, I didn't go back and listen to myself. Where when I started this out at the beginning, I did. And I got discouraged a lot when I was losing listeners because... I don't want to just talk to myself. Like that's not the point of why I made this. And it's also really hard to figure out how to do the social media um like spreading the word and getting my name out there because I could have a TikTok, I could have an Instagram, I could have a Facebook, but to actually get people to listen is a lot harder. And that's the stuff that I want to work on. So that's why we're just going to rebrand. We're going to retry. If there's a story that you've already heard on here before, please forgive me. I'm just doing it so new listeners can hear it. Because that episode might not be here anymore. And yeah, like I got stories still, you know. We can go into me being kicked out. And being homeless for the month, you know, I've had to deal with some major situations. I've gone on dates last year. Hopefully we are going on some more dates this year. But I want to share that stuff with you. I want to have episodes about friendship, love, craziness, my party days. I want to bring all that to you and I want to hopefully be doing that in a better mind state than I was this summer when I was just trying to make episodes because my friends were begging me to bring it back. But I was just literally it's way too hard to try to do that when you're crying freaking four or five hours a day and then you have to try to come on here and be like haha. remember that time I fell or I peed in the bushes like you know what I mean it's way too hard to talk about crazy fun stories when you're not feeling crazy Then, but new year like I said new year new me baby Ooh. <laughs> it's gonna be fun I'm excited. It's a new season. We got this. Um, I think also a lot of my sadness came with the fact that I, which I never got into um, a friendship episode. I always wanted to try to do it, but I was dealing with so much stuff with my friends already and them listening to this podcast, that it's like, how do you do a friendship episode where you talk about losing friends, gaining friends? What does a friend mean to you? This and that. When you have friend drama going on in your life and it's like people feel attacked and everything. But I want to, I don't want to be my own therapist here, but I'm going to say that. Though I have a lot of like childhood trauma, I really think my biggest um, flip of a switch was when I had lost one of my close friends and she stopped being my friend. And then it was like, has been at least this domino effect ever since. And then starting off the new year with that drama with the guy and... Then the drama with his roommate and trying to not be myself and then losing my cat, which I really think is one of the main um, triggers of my depression this summer. I had to deal with my cat Simba having cancer for a whole month I went to Vermont and then when I got back he started getting sick while I was gone but when I got back it was just a decline like it just happened so fast it wasn't over time I mean he might have been suffering over time but all all the stuff happened within a month and it was just I would literally come home from work to take care of him to make sure he was eating at one point I was like hand feeding him so he was diagnosed with a urinary tract infection at first and that's big in cats, like you they don't you know they shouldn't have that, but they said that with just some medication, he'll be fine. He does the two like he well, he does the one week of medication, I think he was on it for two weeks, and he just was losing weight, he wasn't eating. And if you knew Simba, he freaking loved food. Like, you open a can and he'd be running right to it. And he just didn't care. Um, He slept with me every night. But once he got sick, I really, I feel like maybe the last time he had slept with me at night was before I left for Vermont. And that obviously sucked, too, because I never had, like, my one last, like cuddle session with him because he got so sick so he just slept on the floor all the time that's like where we always found him we went and got him new beds and he would sleep in the bed or he would sleep in his little box house that we had it was like a little gingerbread box house and so I had this cat for 14 years he was mine so like Smokey's our family cat but this was my cat and It's just hard. It's like watching your child be sick. And people would, like, try to ask me to go out and everything. And I'd be like, I can't. I can't go out because of Simba. And people thought I was crazy. People still think I'm crazy now for talking about my cat. And I know there's other people out there that suffer from when pets um, die. So don't let anyone ever, ever, ever make you feel guilty. Don't let anyone ever make you feel like you should move on. Because if you've taken care of something for 14 years, that's a long time. Even if it can't talk to you, even if it doesn't do anything for you, even if it's a fish, a lizard, it doesn't matter. If you've taken care of something for over a decade... You're allowed to feel the pain of it not being there anymore. And I just saw him increasingly, increasingly get sicker. And he hated the vet. Oh my God, he hated the vet so much. And his last month, he was constantly visiting the vet. I had to take him for... um for to get checked again and then they were like feeling for a blockage there was no blockage then i had to bring him again for an ultrasound and they had to shave his belly which also sucked too because like in the end he still really didn't look like himself because he had no hair on his stomach his face was sunken in his body was sunken in food was stuck all over his face because like i said we were hand feeding him And then at one point, like the baby food didn't work, cat food didn't work. So we were getting like these liquid, uh, they're churros, if anybody owns cats. They come in like a little stick, like they can lick it. That's the only thing he would eat. The only thing. He got so excited about it. And he got excited about nothing. I tried to throw bottle caps. I tried to feed him out of a water bottle. He just, there was no nothing for him. And cats know. Like, they're sick. And they know when it's their time. Because animals, when they get sick, they they accept death. Unlike people, obviously. I mean, some, some people do. But, you know, it's harder for us to do it than for animals. And one day, I was supposed to go to the gym. But... My friend had a headache and normally, I mean, I did, I, I could have got up sooner. There's nothing I can change now, obviously, but when I went to get up after scrolling TikTok for like a half hour, I went, Oh, I have to pee. I might as well just get out of bed and check on Simba. I went out in the living room, didn't see him. So I went to the bathroom and I'm like, he's not in his box, he's not in the bed, he's not in the box house, he's not in my room. And then that's when I saw him at the end of my mom's bed laying flat out. And I guess normally I wouldn't question it because it's Simba. He'd sleep anywhere and everywhere. Like, and he literally used to look like he was dead constantly. I used to have to shake him to make sure he was like still alive and where him being sick, I was like no i gotta I gotta check on this um and yeah, he had a seizure, and we took him to the vet, and he just kept having him, and we just decided to put him down. And it was hard. I cried constantly. I still cry about it. Um, And I don't think that losing him was probably great for my depression where I was already sad about everything else. So you just add that on top and it was just a big old simmer pot of depression. And I still... Miss him every day, we got smoky on his birthday, which really sucked, but you know they those guys didn't realize and yeah i I got a little necklace with his fur in it, and you know it you can't you can't do anything like I mean, I probably would have paid thousands of money to have the chemo. Cause they figured out that it was like, some kind of like cancer in his stomach, and then um, like where the liquid was filling up in his lungs, there was like all this stuff, and they recommended I could have got I could have left him overnight to see how he would do, which I really was gonna like I was gonna do that like I was already almost a thousand dollars for being at the vet all morning and for them to like put him on IVs and all this stuff, but. They let me go in and visit him. And he had three seizures while I was holding him. And then like a lady came in and was like, no. Um, His brain is pretty much like frying because he's just having seizures. So, but I would have, I would have paid the thousands of dollars. I would have gone into debt for my cat. Don't you worry like that. That's me. That's the type of person I am. And I only bring this up, too, because with obviously having the new cat, I had a dream about him last night, too, which was weird. Um, I had one when he uh, died. And it was like he was sleeping in front of the TV. And we were all going over and hugging him. But he was asleep like he wasn't dead, like he was curled up asleep. Um, so I, I don't know if that was supposed to be like the goodbye dream or whatever. And I think I dreamed more of Simba dying when he was alive. Like, I guess that was the fear inside of me. So now more of my dreams are like finding him, which is so weird. And I don't have them a lot. Like, obviously, I had the hugging one. And then um, I had another one. Actually, once I moved into this house, I had it. It was like, I f- somebody was taking care of him. And then I found him in the woods. And then I was, like, holding him the whole time. And I was like, oh, my God, Simba, I'm so sorry. I would never have left you in the woods. Blah, blah, blah. And then this one was so... I know Smokey's parents. They're my cousin's um, cats. And so in my dream. Luna. His mom was in the dream. And Smokey was in the dream. But he was an adult cat. Not a kitten. But he looked like his dad. But I was like referring to him as Smokey. And we were introducing Smokey. To Simba. But Simba was also sick in my dream, too. Like, he wasn't, like, sick like the cancer, but, like, sick like old like a cat. And he was just, like, slow and stuff. And we were just, like, picking him up and introducing him to Smokey. So, I don't know if that's, like, a thing, too. Like, is it, like, the kitty spirits coming in to introduce to the new kitty? I have no freaking clue. But, yeah, I just... I think last year just really, really kicked me in the ass with a lot of sad events. So hopefully this new year brings in happy events and we don't have to go through all this sad stuff except for Smokey tearing up my face. And I want to bring the fun back for you guys. So just keep a lookout for that. And I miss you all. Welcome to season three of the podcast. Bye.